Welcome to Your Neighborhood Death Doula. This chapter, we're talking about rage and caregiving. Anger is an emotion that I do not feel comfortable expressing from my own traumas and socialization. Fortunately, I am surrounded by folks feeling angry, and I'm taking this time to learn from y'all on the spiritual and political aspects of anger. Today's writing practice directs our anger like an arrow, focusing it on a target of change. We're writing a spell or a prayer, a poem or a song, they're all the same to me, that uses anger as an alchemizing emotion. To be sure, there's a lot to feel angry about collectively, which we know on an intellectual level, particularly here in the so-called United States, where our government is epically failing at handling the pandemic. Individually, this may surface through the direct loss of a loved one, through overwork and underpay, lack of medical supplies, caretaking and isolation, anger at the universe or at God, systemic oppression thriving in pandemic. The list is extensive and exhausting. The role of someone experiencing anger is to express it, to give testimony to anger. If we're not actively experiencing anger and its heat and its potentially transformative nature, then we're tasked with witnessing. There is a compassionate way to receive anger, and it is not to brush it aside or to anoint it with platitudes. The compassionate way is to listen to it and let it melt into you. I use these Christian terms of giving testimony and witnessing because they speak perfectly to the nature of transformative justice and healing. We have a right to anger, just as we have a right to every other emotion. Most spiritual teachers who I've been studying this week do caution that anger can too easily slide into aggression. And they also suggest that our anger is the expression of a deeper wound, one still hurting perhaps one ignored or trampled over repeatedly. Our anger rises up to set things right. Anger is a moral response, writes Krista Tippett, reflecting on her hundreds of interviews over two decades. When anger is met by ears that are truly listening, then the hurt underneath is also truly heard. When we express and give testimony to anger without trying to hold on to it, to keep it, but in use as a means so that the cause of that anger does not happen again. And when we witness anger without our defensiveness, but listening for the suffering within it so that we can meet and end that suffering, then both parties can be transformed. So where are you on this spectrum today? Does your anger deserve testimony? Or are you the witness? Do you have room to witness and listen to the rage of others and share your own as well? The writing prompt today, a prayer, a spell, these words are mostly interchangeable for me. I would even include poems and songs, like I said, Anne Lamott writes that there are three types of prayer. Help, thanks, wow. 
which is coincidentally the name of one of her books. Help is that prayer or that spell which says something must be changed. This practice has three parts, just like any good story, a beginning, a middle, and an end. Rabbi Adin Stein Saltz teaches that in praying and speaking a spell or a poem, a song, giving voice and feeling to that experience before, you know, in front of a possibility of something greater than us. In praying, we're standing at the gates of a temple, he writes, and every step taken is a passage from one chamber into the other until we stand before the presence of the great unknown. Yours today does not have to be this intense, but maybe you can imagine that there is a possibility of something great. So the beginning. Step one. Give a name to something. Are you praying to your beloved dead? Are you praying to the mysterious artist and los cielos? Is your spell being cast under the aid of the moon or Venus retrograde? Are you praying to yourself with a big old capital S? That you that you aspire toward? Is it a mantra, something to repeat to yourself throughout the day? Is there a deity, an archetype from your tradition, your lineage, your ancestors who know how to work with anger? You can say, dear blank. Oh, great blank. I greet blank. I express my anger. These and what, whatever your intuition guides you to are some of the ways to start. And if you don't know who or what you're speaking to, you can say, to whom it may concern, you know, if anybody is listening. In step two, this is where you'll begin to acknowledge anger. You can see whether you feel this anger inside or if you feel the heat like of her ferocity at your edges. Give testimony to your rage. What has been done to you? You can say, I feel so very fucking mad. The world feels as if it's on fire and I'm being burned alive by it. There is so much happening that infuriates us. The gift of anger consumes me. I have been done wrong. Your prayer might shout or scream. In the middle, we ask, step three, what is it that your anger wants? Is it protection? Is it fair laws? Is it political accountability? Is it to be beyond your suffering already? Do you need to scream and shout again in a languageless voice? Do you need to run, to fight, to flee? to feel what others feel. If you are working with or praying to uh, the spirit of like an angry being or a being infused with a conscious anger, what tools do they carry that you need? You can say, let this anger be a message. Let my anger be heard. May I witness this rage with all its discomfort and necessity. Turn this political discourse around. Make my governor listen. Give me medical supplies. I need help at home. I am alone and it fucking sucks. I need support. Whatever it is that you 
need that this anger craves to hold close, to survive. Call that in. Step four, offer yourself to the work. Many spiritual traditions ask us to be the change. Buddhist teacher, Reverend Angel Kyoto Williams prays, without inner change, there can be no outer change. Without collective change, no change matters. What needs transforming within us? What systems of oppression do we hold up? What skills are we unaware of that might help us or our society to change? So you can say, I am an agent of change. Please guide me to the places where my voice will move mountains. Let this anger carry me forward. Help me to see where I am hurt and shroud my anger in love. I am courageous and willing to influence others with my work. Let me listen to compassion and be inspired by the anger of my community to imbue justice with mercy. We begin to end our prayer with step five, giving thanks. Eventually, we will seek out the meaning of all this. We will sort through the rubble for the gems. This moment is bigger than what we see in front of us. So we can say, I express my gratitude for my voice and for this fire of life which burns so brightly. Thank you for the clarity to see injustice to divest from it and to show others the way. We can say, I'm not alone in this fight and I am so thankful to be virtually surrounded by others who share my vision. Or maybe one day in the future, I'll be grateful for these lessons and I will pay it forward with the knowledge I gain. And finally, step six, close your prayer or spell like the end of an old movie. You know, fiend. And so it is, or better, you might say, may it be for the highest good of all. May we exist in muddy water with purity like a lotus. Thus we express this anger. Your prayer, your spell is perhaps complete, or perhaps it's a first draft. You might want to record a final version to listen to, or tuck a copy in your wallet for the day you really need it. This is but one of many ways of praying or spelling. <laughs> and maybe you're inspired to seek out a formula from your own tradition. You don't need to be afraid of prayer. The worst that can happen is nothing. And it's just words. The best, of course, that you're utterly transformed in ways you could never conceive. I have no doubt that you'll find out which sooner or later until we meet again.